Welcome back to Twigs on the Rocks. I'm Leo Blunner. This is Abe Lovich. And in this episode, we're going to be covering the past week of news. We have a huge blockbuster trade, some other news, our lineup of the week, point leader standings, and more. A want to get us started with this blockbuster trade. Yeah, the blockbuster trade was between the Winnipeg Jets and the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets acquired Patrick Lining, Jack Roslovic, and Winnipeg got Pierre-Luc Dubois and a 2021 third-round pick. And we're going to get into this later, but this is a huge trade shaking up the league. But we'll save this for later. Yeah, Jack Rostovic re-signs with Columbus on a two-year, 1.9 mil per year deal right after this is done. He hated it in Winnipeg. He's a young 23-year-old guy. And let's see what he can do in Columbus, his hometown or his home team. Yeah, and also, the NHL is considering draft changes like a pre-draft tournament for prospects and hosting both drafts at once. And also, the draft date could be delayed by a good amount of months. We don't know yet. They're, they're only considering this. Yeah, I mean, Noth- if, Nothing final. If one of these does happen, it could be huge. It could really shake up the way that prospects are really brought into the league and how the NHL is looking at scouting this season. Moving on. Alexander Ovechkin, Evgeny Kuznetsov, Dmitry Orlov, and Ilya Samsonov were caught not following the NHL's COVID-19 protocols and were not allowed to play for a week. The Capitals were fined 100K. They're in quarantine. Um, I mean, according to Brad Marchand, he was interviewed about this. It's not very difficult to follow these protocols. And yeah, Ovi and his wife were livid about this, by the way. Yeah, well, in some lighter news, David Postrock could make his return by the end of the week. He went with the Bruins traveling to Pittsburgh, and he's going to be traveling them around the, the Northeast so far. And it's going to be exciting to see his return really soon. Also, Morgan Frost is out indefinitely with a shoulder injury. It's a tough loss. Yeah, a huge loss for the Flyers, but they do have a ton of depth so their team is very very good they will be missing frost but not as much as bruins are missing pasta nbc will shut down nbcsn by the end of 2021 so maybe we'll see espn hockey again get get hyped or be sad i don't know i'm not too sure to feel about this but we'll find out in 2022 me neither yeah and the capitals also got new third uniforms kind of ugly in my opinion but eh, yeah you guys can just go look them up if you want they're not visually appealing. Well, let's get into the, our lineup of the week segment. I'll go. I'll just start. I have Tyler Toffoli, Joe Pavleski, Connor McDavid, Shea Theodore, Theodore, Victor Hedman, and Brian Elliott. You might think that why am I putting Brian Elliott here? It seems a little weird, but he is second in the league in save percentage with a nine six four. Also, his stats are through the roof right now. Um, he has had a really good great games for the Flyers and also he made um 53 saves only allowing two goals in the span of two games this week in the games he started so for a backup in Philly this is insane I think he's putting up starting numbers only behind Carter Hart yeah Carter Hart also sucked against the game against the Bruins or sucked in the game against the Bruins uh yeah, yeah. I don't know I mean Carter Hart's still gonna be the starter but Definitely someone to look out for. It's going to be a nice little tandem over there in Philly. My lineup of the week, I have Toffoli, Kopitar, McDavid. And then at defense, I kind of have Boston's defense as a whole. But if I had to pick two, I'd pick McAvoy and Lausanne. A lot of people said Boston defense was going to suck this season with losing Chara and Krug. 
However, they have played extraordinarily well with also the help with um, Raskin Halak in goal because, I mean, obviously the William and Jennings trophy winners from last season, they're terrific goaltenders. And the defense is honestly just playing really well. The only time that they played bad was in the last, like, three seconds of overtime against New Jersey when they left that breakaway and scored. But overall, Boston defense has played terrific, and I'm very impressed so far. In goal, I have Anton Hudobin. Stars, uh, you know, are playing their first games after that huge COVID outbreak. Ben Bishop's out for a couple months, so Hudobin really had to step up, and he has. He's played extraordinarily well. And, yeah, good job, Hudobin, picking up where he left off in the playoffs. Yeah, the Stars also, even though they they did, they missed out on the beginning of the season, they're also popping off. They're shining. Joe Pavleski, like I said, he I think he has seven points. He's 15th in the league at points after only two games playing. It's very impressive. Um, let's get into the leaders right now. The goal leaders so far, Miko Ratanen, Travis Kukshani, Bo Horvat, Tyler Toffoli all have four goals. Then like maybe like 25 different players, I'm not going to list them all off, have four goals. So nothing's clear yet. It's still early in the season. Yeah, I mean, nothing nothing too, too big has happened yet. Obviously, Pasta not in, Ovi not in, the Rocker Shard winners from last season, but we'll see. So, uh, yeah, moving on to assists. We got Anze Kopitar with nine, Eichel with seven, and a lot of players are tied at six. You can look that up yourself. I mean, Eichel playing really well along, uh, or sorry, with Taylor Hall. Kopitar just playing really well on a Kings offense that isn't too, too great. Yeah, um, I'm just going to make a point how if you go back like two or three episodes in our preseason, I quoted Anze Kopitar. He said that like people have counted me out as too old and I'm going to be come back and I'm going to be amazing this season. And he has uh, 10 points. So I'm not like I definitely I'm just going to say that I call that Um, anyway. But the point leaders with 10 points, like I said, Anze Kopitar and Mitch Marner and Connor McDavid and then. All with nine points, Kyle Connor, Leon Dreisaitl, and Mark Schleifley. All I got nine. And then eight has like another 20-something people have eight points so far. Not going to get into that. Yeah. I mean, some surprises with Kopitar, but not really surprised with Marner McDavid. Obviously, top-tier talent is going to get a ton of points. Move on to the save percentage part. We got Varlamov with a point nine eight eight. You know, last week he had a perfect save percentage, so slightly down, but you can't expect someone to get a shutout every single game, you know? Brian Elliott with a .964, Hudobin with a .961, Fleury with a .951, and Mackenzie Blackwood with a .948. Blackwood's really going to have to stand on his head if the Devils are going to win in a very tough East Division and a lackluster Devils defense. So, yeah, I mean, Varlamov, Elliott, Hudobin... Flurry, Blackwood, not the top five guys you'd expect to see on this list. But, yeah, I mean, they're all playing really well for their teams. Yeah. Also, it's only two weeks in. It's not going to be that much happening. But for Lomar, I think he's only letting, like, one goal so far. Playing really well. Yeah, it's insane. But let's get into the standings. Let's start off with the North Division. Um, Montreal and Toronto are in first and second in that order with 10 points. Then Winnipeg's in third with eight, Edmonton with six points, Calgary with five points, Vancouver with four points, and Ottawa's in dead last with three points. Um, I'm a little surprised to see Winnipeg climb so far, but still early in the season. 
Mm-hmm. My hot take last week, I said Ottawa would make the playoffs. Right now, they are in last, but they are not too far out. So I'm not too concerned about that. Yeah. They're only Montreal, yeah. the biggest surprise here. Yeah, there are seven points behind Toronto, who's in second, but also Toronto has played two whole more games than they have. So mm-hmm. it's not that big of a difference. Yeah, that's uh, true. Montreal, too, like they still don't have a regulation loss yet. So good for them. I mean, I don't like the Canadians, but I, I did say that they would make the playoffs. You know, also, by the way, this is of January 25th. So before yeah. the game. Yeah, before the 10 o'clock game between Vancouver and Ottawa, which is the only game tonight. Yeah. Moving on, the Honda West Division. We got Vegas in first with 10, Minnesota in second with eight. Kind of shockingly, but uh, third place, we got St. Louis with seven points. Fourth, we got Colorado with six. Fifth, we got LA with six. Six, we got Anaheim with six. Seven, we got San Jose with six. And eight, we got Arizona with five. Um. Oh, a couple of surprises here. I mean, Colorado in fourth and Minnesota in second. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so earlier in the season, Colorado, a couple of bad losses against the Kings. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, Anaheim, and Anaheim. I mean, all, they all have six games played, so that's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and also Minnesota, they've been playing really well, especially with Cap. With Kaprizov, he's been on fire lately, and he's been playing really well, definitely helping them to that spot in the division. But, like, from Vegas to Arizona, 10 points to 5 points, and all with the same game, it's not the biggest gap. Like, no one's too far ahead or too far behind in this division. But let's move on to the East. And first is the Washington Capitals with nine points and the Pittsburgh Penguins with eight points. New Jersey, Boston, and Philly in that order all have seven points. Then the Islanders have six. Buffalo has five. Rangers have three. I know I said Buffalo, I, one of my hot takes last week, Buffalo was going to be really good. They've not been living up to my expectation, but still a lot of season to go. Yeah, I mean, here, they're all pretty close. And like Besides the Rangers, which have disappointed uh, one, three, and one. Again, it's early in the season. It's all very close. Boston, Philadelphia had a great series. I mean, it's because I'm a Boston fan, but yeah, I mean, a lot of close games here. Yeah. I mean, any team in this division can beat any other team. They're all very close. It's not like in some other divisions where you know one team is going to whoop the other team. So, yeah, I mean, I'm very impressed. Yeah, that's true. But also, like, with the Capitals, they've had three overtime losses in the six games they've played. It's still up for grabs, and it will be for most of the season. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Move on. The Central Division, Tampa in first with six, Columbus in second with six, Chicago in third with five, Dallas in fourth with four, Florida in fifth with four, Carolina in sixth with four, Nashville in seventh with four, and Detroit in eighth with four points each. So four through eight, all have four points. The difference is Florida and Dallas only have two games played because of COVID. So that's why they're there. Detroit has played four more games than both those teams. They both Detroit has played six games. They have not played well. I mean, Tampa, they're playing as expected. Honestly, a little underwhelming. Carolina, they're 2-1-0 right now. It's all right. I mean, this division, it's just been tough to play because they all have COVID. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Also, like Tampa Bay's in first with two games less played than Columbus and Chicago. And also, like Dallas and Florida, they've won both of the games they've played each with 100% point percentage. 
and they've been looking really well. It's, like I said earlier, Dallas has been on fire. Um, yeah. Fifty-six and zero. Yep, they still can. Not many teams can boast that. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's move on to the hot. Um, what we're replacing the hot takes with is a question of the day for now. Um, the question of the day, Leo. It's who won the Line A Dubois trade? One that you go ahead. All right, I'm gonna go with. I know everyone else saying Columbus. However, I do think the Winnipeg Jets, the Winnipeg Jets, won this trade because Line kind of disappointed a little bit in the playoffs. Rostovic, he's all right, but Pierre Luc Dubois is a playoff machine. Maybe that third round pick turns into something. I don't know. We won't know for five years. But Pierre Luc Dubois is a playoff machine. And all they have to do is make the playoffs and let Dubois work his magic. He's going to play extraordinarily well. We saw it last season, right? I mean, most likely we're going to make the playoffs. He's a very good regular season player too, obviously. But swapping second and third pick in 2016, right? You would, I mean, you'd think that the second pick, sorry, the whoever got the third pick would also get the smaller piece, but it's actually the other way around. Uh, yeah, they've known each other for a while. They've always competed against each other, you know, trying to get higher on the draft board in 2016. That was a big one. But now they're getting traded directly for each other. So they're both in the spotlight here. We're going to see which one turns out better. But I think it'll be Winnipeg with Dubois being a playoff machine. Yeah, uh, I really hope that you're right because I have Dubois and Line A in fantasy. But um, I'm going to have to go with Columbus here. Um, I think Line A is just straight up better than Dubois. Um, he's been, he was amazing for what he did on Winnipeg, even with, yes, he had better line mates, but he, he made he had so many good players, but, and also Roslovic is, I think he's worth more than a third as a given. He's a good player with a lot of talent and a lot of promise. I think he's worth more than a third round pick. Um, but the thing about Dubois right now is that he's a very good player, but he wasn't like, he's wouldn't be good in Columbus if had he stayed like Columbus shipped him off. Like. He's a very good player, but he was refusing to play like a good teammate. He only got like three minutes of ice time like a game ago because he knew that he was getting what he wanted and traded. He was just, it's almost like a holdout, but just for asking to be traded and he's just not playing at his, at, his, at his best for the past couple of games. So I think Columbus made the right move by listening to him because he wouldn't have been good staying there. So then, and Line is a great player who can do wonders for that team. And especially in such a tight division. So I'm going to go with Columbus winning the trade. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Ah, I could totally see that happening. But we're going to move on to our game time predictions, me and Abe for the whole or past two weeks. And we're going to continue it for the whole season. We made predictions for each game of the regular season. So, for example, there's one game tonight, both pick Vancouver, but, you know, we have a huge spreadsheet and we do whatever. So my record is. 51 and 33 so far. So I've gotten right 51 games and gone around 33. Abe's record is 39 and 45. An abysmal 39 and 45. Yeah. But um I was I was doing really, really well for the first week. Um, but then I took a few slumps. Um a couple nights I went two and six. I went two and six on January twenty-second. I went two and five on January nineteenth. And I went four and seven last night, January 24th. Um, and there's been just so many upsets in this league. I think I was taking more of the safer route I was, was thinking, but there's just been so many upsets. And hopefully I'll be doing better later. But yeah, we'll see. Leo, you've made some really excellent picks though. 
you, you've 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 sniffed out so many good like underdogs to take it out. It's been very impressive, I must say. Thank you. Thank you. I just look at which goalies are starting, and if the you know if the backups in for the good team, I'm like, Mm-mm, they're not winning, and then they don't win most of the time. All right, so yeah, pretty cool. smart. I've been going based on like like that game when um Ovechkin was out for COVID. I picked um Buffalo, and yet. Capital still picked it up. I guess I'm I'm looking at something wrong, but hopefully we'll keep updating everyone on our game time prediction score as the season goes on. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Abe Lovich. This is Leo Blano. We are Twigs on the Rocks, and have a great night.